Hey friends, welcome to Babes, Bibles, and Beer. Dun, 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 dun. I give you the mic for two seconds. You're taking over the show. <laughs> What's up with that? Yep. So on this episode, we're joined by an old friend, Adam Ramsey. He is the technical director for the Hugh Hewitt radio show. Radio show? Radio program? We find out how he got into the radio industry, how he met his wife on Twitter, and how he's navigated it all with what he calls the Cadillac of muscular dystrophies. All right, friends, please remember to rate and review this podcast on iTunes because my husband won't stop complaining about it. Also, you can find them on Twitter at Bros Bibles Beer. Like them on Facebook.com slash Bros Bibles Beer. Follow them on Instagram at Bros Bibles Beer. Show notes and resources at bbbpod.com. Please enjoy what will eventually be the second best podcast in the universe. <laughs> Thank you. It's good muscular dystrophy. It's the Cadillac of muscular dystrophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just, it's the IPA of muscular okay. dystrophy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well done. To dig and ask, and I realized, my gosh, I haven't asked my wife any of these questions. And I've had these great conversations with other men, but not my wife. Why not? So I knew there was a little bit of a wall. And uh, so I just took out a little bit of a small jackhammer and, you know, I'm uh, 1% in. That was a hell of a sound check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeff, are you, are you afraid of your wife? No. You should be. Scott, are you afraid of your wife? I will be. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you ask Zach that question? Or Adam. He knows the answer. Lisa, are you afraid of your wife? Husband? (laughs) Yeah, husband. He confesses that all the time. That he's afraid of me? Well, he says things, and I mean, I don't know how to take him. Adam, are you afraid of your wife? Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) They're still newlyweds. For a year. So So just take it from someone that had someone with experience. Give it time. Adam Ramsey, this we're recording on election eve at eight ten Pacific time. And this is morning for you. Can you talk a little bit about that? This is morning for me. Yes, I um, work for a radio show that is on the East Coast drive, morning drive. So I go to work here in California at one thirty in the morning wow. every day. Well, Monday through Friday. So, wow. Who? And, uh, what kind of sh- what kind of uh, show is it? I work for the Hugh Hewitt Show, which is a, a political syndicated talk show. Conservative, conser- conservative, conservative. Yeah. yeah so. okay. Do you work for? Do you get paychecks from Salem? Is that the network? Yes, but obviously I'm just here as me. So yeah, but yeah. So what? Yeah, things, we won't hold you yeah. to it. Yeah, what things can you not say? Huh? What things can you oh, not no. say? There's nothing I'm hiding, but I'm just saying I I'm just speaking on my behalf. Like yeah, I can't, so not I can't like I don't I don't necessarily down the line, you know, follow everything that you know my show says. Oh so, wow, yeah. you might have already you know said I mean? too much. So, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> 
So Hugh Hewitt, he is nationally syndicated. He's heard on more than 120 cities across the United States every weekday afternoon. He's a professor um, at Harvard College and the University of Michigan Law School. Wow. And he has a teaching. He's been teaching constitutional law at Chapman University Law School. So... That'll all come in handy when we have Hugh Hewitt on as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just to put it in perspective. I, I mean, know. thanks for addressing our yeah, guest. Yeah, I mean, Scott. He, Adam, he, it's not like Adam's coming in at one thirty to to uh, you know produce the Bros, Babbles, and Beer podcast. I'm just Yet. saying. Yet. Just saying. Yet. So, what is your official title? Oh, I'm techni- like technical director. So it's like I have nothing to do with the intellectual stuff on the show. Really, it's all just. Any any sounds that you know what I mean, like any music, any guests, mics, phones, phone calls, you know, all that stuff. stuff. Like that. Yeah, so all that, and then like scheduling, like there, you know, like radio. There's all like ads and stuff, so you have to schedule like all the embedded stuff and try to make it sound like, you know what I mean, like it flows, like that it flows. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you are you looking at our our audio setup here and just cringing? Like, oh no, not what at all. What in the heck are these guys doing? No, not because I blame Zach. I'll take it. No, it's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of ragtag, but we pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I hear you from time to time. You get to talk on the show. Does he still like, call you Adam Youngman? Like, yeah, he does. If I'm addressed, I talk on the show, but I mean, no. I mean, we talk like constantly, like in the breaks and stuff, but right. no, no, no. So you can't. So on here, you could say pretty much anything you want, yeah. including the words you can't say on the radio. Well, I don't want to. That's fine. Ruin your podcast. No, but. we have several explicit. Oh, you should yeah. hear some of <laughs> the moment we invited ones. Scott on. It was ruined. Ouch! Wow, I asked in you in such your... a good way. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bad. It's so bad. It's bleeping good. him out constantly. <laughs> wow! Right, in such a good way. That's... I'm sorry, you wrecked in such a good way. Yeah, ruined is the new orange. Was it something like that? Yeah, anyway. and people do curse, but it's like you don't hear it because we'll hit the dump button. So yeah, there's a delay. How so. does that delay work? And if you it's put like on our, too many callers at once, that all decide to curse, are you just shit out of luck? It's like our clock is way ahead; is like seven or ten seconds ahead. So it's like I don't know how it actually works. I think it just takes space, and so it, it would sound stupid. It would just be like yeah. whatever sentence the middle of the sentence would be cut out. Yeah. And that's if you're going to keep the person on. Usually if someone like comes on and it's like a caller and says something like really bad, then we'll like hit the dump button and then like make them disappear. So it'll just sound like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Like they said half a sentence and you don't, wow. you don't so. exist caller. Yeah. <laughs> and then even like <laughs> the lying hung and up. then even sometimes like people, people that are just like guests will accidentally curse just cause they're like, Oh, like I forgot, you know, I forgot the setting. I was cause in. it's yeah. in their heart or something. And then like one time some guy was drunk and he fell asleep, but I mean, stuff happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a morning That's show. Amazing. So like or you ask a question an and then they're like, wait, like I just read it. 30 seconds and you hear like, him breathing you're like is he thinking like and then like he's like oh no i'm here i'm here and it was like literally like some reporter that was like probably drunk like three hours before so. <laughs> how long have you been doing That's that right. for man like 15 years like since 2000 like july of 2000 yeah and is that it, it been la or burbank or where is it no we do it from from irvine so. oh okay that's cool but actually the ho- um he doesn't do it from there he's sometimes in virginia or New York, or I mean, different places, because we just use, I mean, it's just a more than, you know, more than just a computer, but it's basically just like 
voice over IP like technology stuff. Wow. That you could do a show from anywhere now. Like, That's cool. As long as you have like internet. Yeah. So or hotel rooms like for a lot like during the election, like all the election events and stuff. He's done it from a lot of different hotels and stuff. So all the debates and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he works yeah. for CNN. No, MSNBC now. Yeah. You didn't let me finish. I was about yeah. to say Hugh Hewitt works for MSNBC. <laughs> yes, he does. CNN. He does. He does. CNNBC. He was at CNN, right? No, I mean he's appeared on like okay. all, but now he's exclusively like MSNBC. And so. that was the debate he did yeah. was MSNBC. Did, didn't he oh, moderate guess, a debate? Okay, I guess he technically was contra- Yeah, he was contracted by CNN for the okay. debates. For the debates, you're right. You're right. I was just making sure I didn't lose my mind. Yes. You are correct. So he's doing, how often is he on MSNBC? I would say almost daily now, just because of wow. the season though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just because of the season. He's a trusted correspondent. <laughs> so how did you get that job? How did I get the job? Um, well, I was going to community college and I didn't know, like I was going to do music, but I've realized that I would just have to be like a music teacher and probably not make a lot of money. And that, at that time when I'm super young, that meant something to me. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. So then my dad found this like radio trade school, I guess it's in Huntington beach. Like, I think it's like now it's called the Academy of radio and television broadcasting. But I went there and it was only like, you know, like a year intensive hands on do everything from sales to on air to playing music, like, you know, like music radio and all that. And then I graduated from there and they basically have a job placement, type situation but i think what it was is it was a little shady so what they would do is they would like hire you to work they would hire you to actually work at the school to train other people and that way they could like knock that off say like well we got like you know we got 60 percent of our people jobs or whatever but then luckily somebody that was actually what do you call it like a um i guess like he would come in and do like like talks on certain i think it was more like digital media stuff he like would come in like every once in a while while i was working there and then he happened to be in touch with the people that were setting up the show when he was starting his show. And he was just like, can you wake up at that point? It was like five in the morning. He was like, can you be here at five in the morning? And they were going to actually do it from the same building. So I was like, Oh heck yeah. Like I'll do that. So I like started doing that. And then we finally moved to like Irvine. We moved to daytime. I mean, it got like really cool for a while. And then only about a year ago or less than a year ago, we switched to where we had to come in at three or start at three in the morning. So that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Is it, is it Scott? Yeah. It is. It, it, well, cool. It's it so is cool just, to wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And well, go no, to work. I mean, just just the opportunities that just going to school can open up, even though it's community college or a trade, mm-hmm. you know, a small trade school or whatever. Just just how it opens up doors. That's how I got my job. I I, I didn't even look. Uh, I just knew someone at school, and he happened to have he happened to get the job, and he's like, hey, they're they're looking for someone else. And so it's just the connections that you make. Uh, that's what I'm saying is cool, Zach, all right? Okay. <laughs> you filled the hole back up nicely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And, I mean, it Thanks started as just being like, like you're a board op, and, you, and you're basically like you literally make what you make, so it's like part-time. But then that went to, okay, now you're, you know, now your salary, now you're, you know, like almost a producer. Like if the producer's gone... I can be the producer. You're so. the producer. Yeah. Do so they, it's like, do they kick up your pay a little bit for those days or no? And the thing is, is I don't like radio doesn't pay really well, but the thing is, is I actually make a lot if you would consider it hourly because really it's not that many hours of work, especially when it's news related. Cause you have to check Twitter, like maybe 20 minutes before you go on the air. Yeah. That's, I mean, especially now you don't know what's going to happen. Like, 
especially with Trump and Hillary and all their scandals and stuff. So, right. like, stuff changes every <laughs> five seconds. Moment. Yeah. So, do you do, do you or Hugh have a bunker set up for tomorrow? <laughs> no, but I think I'm probably definitely going to have to hit a bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be tough to work on Wednesday morning, maybe. But well, I no. Well, I mean, that's when your th- show thrives, I bet. By the time this comes out, it's already happened, and yes. it was an incredible time, right, Adam? <laughs> Election it's day was, was great. Amazing. It's easy to talk about beforehand because either way, it sucks. So, yeah. really, like if Trump wins, it sucks, and if Hillary wins, it sucks. So. Okay, so you're revealing a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Do you want to make a prediction of who Yeah, Hillary's going to win. Hillary has won the presidential election, and now she will be impeached pretty soon. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's most people's guess. There's good Impeached radio. and imprisoned. That's so what I, most people are saying. That's like 30% of the Republicans, so probably. Tim Kaine is president right now. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, what an incredible <laughs> prediction, Adam Ramsey. So your boss is pretty, he's pretty much endorsed Trump, correct? Or, or he, does he have to maintain He kind did of not a, endorse, and then... And then during the whole like Access Hollywood video, he he didn't he didn't unendorse him. He basically said he should drop out of the race and let whatever they had to do. I don't know, like if Mike Pence would get it or I don't know how that would work. And then when a lot of the stuff with Hillary's been happening, he's thinking, or we're, I mean, like even other people too in the show are thinking that it's bad for the country because Hillary is get, if Hillary becomes president there's going to be like a crisis because she's going to be completely under investigation constantly. So he basically is saying now like vote for Trump just because, just because don't vote for Hillary. Yeah. But it's not. So in other words, it's a soft endorsement. It's not like he's endorsing Donald Trump. He has many, many problems with him as do I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody does. And um, mainly what we focus on now too is like the Senate. Cause that's the thing is like if Hillary's going to be president, that's fine. Just let's, just let the Senate stay in the hands of the Republicans so they won't so they can tie her hands a little bit. And that's probably how it that's probably how it went in the past. This is I don't know. Time travel <laughs> podcast style. No, I'm pre- I'm predicting that that the Republicans probably lost the Senate as well. Okay. All right. Wow. This is gonna be awesome when this comes when out. I'm wrong. Yeah. Now what are Christians supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> So that's why this is an unbelievable situation. I don't know. Yeah. So it sounds like you're not a fan of either. Have you, you already voted? You said I did. Uh, and my vote definitely reflected what I've said. So okay, yeah. all right. But here's the thing, though. If I lived in Ohio or somewhere else, I may have voted for Trump. Oh, so you didn't? Okay. Did you go but third because party? Calif- yes, but okay. because California, there's no chance that it's, I mean, it's 95% Hillary going to be sure. her no matter what. And I just thought it's better for the system to like. And your conscience. Give some, yes. Yeah. And just in yes. case Trump wins, you could say, not my fault. And I sure didn't vote for him in the primary, so. Now, what about uh, California marijuana laws? That will pass. Did you, you don't have to say, but. You think it's going to pass? Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying, like from the from the stuff that we're hearing, I think it's probably going to pass. Yeah. I mean, like what, like 55 to you know. So 45, assuming it like, passed, did you help it pass? <laughs> <laughs> or well, you can't say you can. Well, I did the vote fit. for Gary Johnson, so I'll put it that way. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, I'm smelling what you're smoking. Others, <laughs> others so of us in this room went the same way you did. 
Yeah, this was the first year I I went third party. I I'm finally done with the system in general. So the system is lucky I even voted. That's kind of dramatic. <laughs> You're welcome. No, but, system. I, but I saw that. But I, did you see the thing that like Mike Rowe, you know, that dirty jobs guy, like Mike Rowe, he wrote this no. article. Well, someone wrote him a question or something. And I don't even remember what the question was, but he was saying that like voting is he's like voting is a right. It's not a duty. And all the people that say like you have to vote, they're usually people that are saying it to people that know they're going to vote for the candidate that they want. So it's like Hollywood is all about like, make sure you vote. And it's always like, not like don't vote for Trump. It's definitely like vote for Hillary is what they're saying. And it's true. It's, it's a, it's not a duty. It's not like jury duty where you have to do it. Right. I think people should be educated if they're going to vote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you're offended by everything, (laughs) part of being an American is you get to not vote. So I used to hate that back when I was hardcore Republican. I used to hate people that didn't vote. Not hate, that's strong. Hyperbolic, but whether you you voted or you voted for the wrong. A vote for the other person, or a non-vote was a vote for your enemy, basically. Oh, I used to think that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I get it. I understand it. Most of my family is still there. They're very fearful of the Supreme Court and all that stuff. and, Mm -hmm. And that's I understand that. So I'm sensitive to that. I have grace for those people. So much grace, Jeff. It's Bros, Bibles, and Beer, and I want to get to the, the beer or the bros or the Bibles and off the... And not the Hillary on the Trump. <laughs> well, more Trump. Trump, more Trump than Hillary well, Trump this doesn't, guy. <laughs> Although Hillary drinks beer and Trump doesn't, so Trump doesn't drink. Right, he hasn't had a In public. sip of anything. No, he hasn't had a sip of anything. he's not a Baptist. Like, I don't know. He's know. drunk on power. He just, yeah. Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't no, drink. No, he apparently has never, yeah, never drinks. Hmm. He just grabs. <laughs> yes. OMG, moving Good on. Night. So I can see we've really moved away from this conversation. You can just blame it on Ross Perot. Ross Perot, Ross Perot brought the Clintons into, into the China's political, hands. Yeah, the that political was the most world. successful third party person. There it was. Right? Yeah. So yeah. That catapulted the Clintons in, and the rest is history. And. And now we're going to move away from this conversation. And we're going to hear more about Adam. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yes, great. I guess I am more excited. So when were Johnson. you born? <laughs> you, Adam is, that was, that was beautiful. Adam is more exciting than Gary Johnson. That is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Adam? Yes. Are you a believer? Yes, I am. And have you been a believer all your life? Yes, there has been patches where I definitely doubted. I love the patches. Yes. The patches, yeah. Talk about those so, patches. Yeah. Of and doubt. Justin patches. Bieber wasn't born when he was earlier, so he hasn't yeah. been. It, not, not his whole life. Oh, a believer? Yeah. A believer? I'm not a believer, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm an atheist if oh. you're going to say I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, too. I'll stop music eating while I ask my questions. <laughs> music, music is dead. <laughs> we killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did you grow up in a Christian home? Is that why you would say you were have um, been a believer your whole life? Well, I mean, I grew up in a in a uh, my like maybe the first twelve years of my life in a Catholic home, okay. and then my parents, you know, I think that still counts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, so I was like baptized as far as that goes, but obviously. And then what happened? You said at twelve my, years old, and then around like twelve years old, my parents um, basically 
had some pro- had some issues with the Catholic Church, so we they we basically became just you know just straight up like evangelical, not you know totally non denominational, and basically left the church. And I think since then my mom's come back to the Catholic Church, but I never did. I never went back. So, so I mean like my heritage, I'm Catholic, but I would just say I'm down the line just non denominational Christian. Yeah, just a plain old non non. Non-denom. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> great, effort. Wanna, great effort. <laughs> well, I guess I don't want to say plain, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I know. Did growing up with that background feed into any of the doubts that you had later as you kind of moved through life and got older? Oh, certain. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think if, if I came from a different background and found, you know, like that's what's, that's what's strange is like a lot of people have like the, born again moment or something like that. And then it's like, it's strange when you're raised that way. You, I can't really say specifically that I did have that Me neither. because I just feel like it always was just there. So there's that. But so I think like I would probably actually, I'd probably be a stronger Christian if I was like, had a horrible life and came to it had that with huge, a bolt of lightning, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, I, which it's sad to say that, but he also I'm testimony. happy that I am that I've had the life that I've had. No, I think, I think the people like Jeff who have these, who have the insane God experience and they are just on fire and they eat lots of food and chew into the microphone. They, (laughs) they need people like you and like me and he's eating communion like over there. Yeah. I mean, technically we're drinking, we're breaking bread of Christ. (laughs) This, this is, I really think that's closer to what Jesus meant as opposed to we'll do this special thing once a month that <laughs> that right. signifies it. It was fellowship and making a podcast called Bros, Bubbles, and Beer. I think that was on Jesus' mind. I mean, yes. I don't want to be too bold, but... It might have been a direct quote from the Old Testament. Yeah. It's going to be in my Bible when I rewrite my own version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I had gone to, like, CCD, like, all this stuff. Like, we're, so we were, like, super Catholic. And then it started to become where it was just, like, Easter and Christmas and that's yeah. about it. Or Ash Wednesday or, you know, just, like, the main ones. That's it. Yeah. CCD just sits in a really bad place in my in my brain. I called it Central City Dump. Yeah, it's just indoct- mm-hmm. like indoctrination. Every What's Wednesday? CCD? Traditions. Every Wednesday. I mean, not for me, for the listeners. I'm going to say cat- Catholic Catechism... Yeah. Well, it's basically like they baptize you and your baby, and then you have to actually like confirm it. So they have to teach you how to confirm it. And then you have your first communion. That was the whole point. Nobody ever told me. (laughs) First communion, then there's confirmation, and then you'll move on in life and probably rebel against the church. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. And say four Hail Marys and three All Fathers, and you're all good. Four Hail Marys? (laughs) Hail Marys. Hey, it was probably no mistake that I said that. That sounds like a band. That's a good band, the Hail Marys. Yeah. Yeah. Hail Mary. They're at the Roxy next week, I think. How does that go? Hail Mary. Hail Mary full full of grace. No, it wouldn't be grace, I don't think. It'd be something else. (laughs) Nope. No, hell. Hell, no. (laughs) Hail Mary full of condemnation. Something like that. Mm. So when did you meet this guy, Zach, and this guy, Scooter? Well, I, met I don't Zach. know if I know that history. I met Zach. Well, I didn't meet Zach, but he used to wear pajamas at school, like in high school. <laughs> I remember that. But I never yes, talked to did. him. Yes, he did. I think I talked to his family more than I talked to him. And then once, 
Well, it's all because of this guy, Dave, actually, that I know <laughs> any of these people. We've, we've, we've mentioned Dave on the podcast before. just mentioned um, Dave Millsap. Yeah. So anyways, I was a roommate of Zach's, actually, is what it boils down to. Through Dave. Yeah. Through Dave I, would say that's why, I would say that's why I ended up living with Zach, yes. With Zach and Dave. Dave yes. will be a, yeah. a guest eventually. I think he's coming out here soon. Eventually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That'll be a fun podcast. He's changed a lot. Yeah, he's changed a lot in some of his hardcore views. So that'll be interesting. And he has hardcore views. Like when, now, he, when he has a view, he has a view. That was what I'm saying. Yeah, so he does he, now. Yes, yes. And then that's how I met Adam is through Adam being roommate of Zach. And so, yeah. It was the bachelor pad. That was fun. Scott was the guy on the couch, basically. I was. One of the many yeah. guys on the couch. Games. Yes. Oh, we had so many guys on that couch. That's how I learned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut that one, too. That's going to be great. And it smelled. <laughs> That's how I learned to drink IPA, is that Dave wouldn't touch bitter beer. So he, if it was brown, if it was a brown ale or, a, or an amber, he would... There's a so chance he my beer would be buy drunk. it, so he wouldn't drink it. Is that what? Exactly. Yeah, I learned <laughs> to All love beer IPA. would be gone otherwise. Yeah. I'm sorry. You turned me on IPA, so if you have no, it, we would just I'm get a 12 it. pack of like Sam Adams every weekend, and like the big, the big bottles of cheap red wine. Yeah, like Sutter Homes or something yep. like that. That's <laughs> every weekend. Like Zach would always come in with like a huge 12 pack and or a huge bottle of wine and 12 yeah. pack. Gotta cut corners and make it happen, guys. And you, so, taught, you taught me how to drink sack. When I met you guys, I was a Dosakis guy. Then you were like, "That's urine, Jeff." <laughs> but now, I'm not sure I, I said that actually. You got to go for Negro Modelo if you're going to have yeah the south of the border. Well, beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm I'm not a beer snob. I'm a beer geek and a win in Rome type. So if I'm at a party and there's Coors Light. And that's what they're serving. I you'll have ten. I, I'll have ten <laughs> to make up the difference. I'm all about bridging gaps, whether it's for people or for my uh, inebriation state. I will bridge that gap. Make America great again. The only time I've ever seen you drink Coors Light was at the Mike Erie podcast. That is the only time ever. Yeah, never ever. And that works. So after you lived with Zach. What happened? After I lived with Zach, I was probably 25. I don't know. And then I moved back in, which was a nightmare. With your when parents? When you move back in with your parents when you're 25, that's tough. Oh. But, I mean, they were great. It was fine. Yeah. They had a great place. And then then I moved out with other roommates, almost a similar situation. Just a friend that I had forever had a house with another guy, and we moved out together. Then it looked like wasn't doing too good in the lady department. So I moved out with my sister because she had moved to Boston. Then she moved back here. So when my sister moved back from Boston, I was like, well, I might as well. She doesn't have anywhere to live. So like, let's live together. Yeah. So then we lived together. Then she got married. So I ended up moving out, living. And then I lived alone. And then I was really like in the patches. I was like, dang, like now I live alone. This kind of sucks. I had a cat though, but I do have a cat. <laughs> a male cat or a female and cat? And then that brings me to getting married because I met my wife online. I About three ask. years ago. Yeah. Which site? So how are you? I'm well. And so you met Adam online. AnastasiaDate.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> On Twitter, actually. 
did yes. you oh. met on Twitter? Wow, indeed, indeed. How does that happen? Yeah, I want. Okay, so the hashtag was I wanted to know why weed was trending, and he just responded. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was literally just a random. What did you, you know, respond with? <laughs> That's amazing. Something pertaining to South Park, and then we just like kind of just corresponded because of politics. We had the same like views and. So that's just how it worked out. Yeah. So I like would see her on Twitter, like come up in different conversations with people, but I didn't really know her. But then we started like actually like texting, or, you know, or like not actually, yeah. or DMing and then texting. And then it took her a while to um, stop me from catfishing her. And then we finally met and it was, we just hit it off right away. But wow, it did take cool. a while. We didn't actually meet for like two years. Did yeah. you feel like he was Whoa. avoiding yeah. I was actually meeting you? Oh, totally. Yeah. So what gave you that sense and how did you break through that bullshit? <laughs> I threatened him with catfish. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was just, it got to the point where I was like, if you want to meet, let's meet. If not, then I'm out. And oh, he, dil- yeah. I almost said dilemma, but it's not. What's it called? Ultimatum. Ultimatum. I, it's close to the word I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. So then I told her the catfish situation, which was I have muscular dystrophy and I was about to not be able to walk anymore. So, so is that, that why was my, you were waiting? That's why like, you were putting how, it off? Yeah. Yes. I mean, that, like, obviously at the time I would not have admitted that or whatever, but then, yes, that was definitely So it. I took to Twitter and I was like, what's muscular dystrophy? <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but anyway, so, yeah, so that happened. And then she, you know, it was just like, like, oh, if you need to think about it. And she was just like, what, the, what's there to think about? So then... It like everything was there. How did so you feel was, when when she first when she kind of called you on it? Like, okay, are we doing this or not? And then you tell her, you finally tell her you have muscular dystrophy. Well, and then when she's like, whatever, like, like how are you feeling? It had to be a weight on you. Like you didn't want to reveal that to her. So how was it for you when she's like? Yeah, that's what's the, there to think about. Let's yeah, do this. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, like that. It's like I was, I told the truth about absolutely everything. It's like, I was like our ages, all that. Cause I mean, my wife is, she's younger than me and all that. And that it. wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> an issue. That wasn't an issue or anything like that. She's Jewish. I'm Christian. That actually wasn't an issue. All, all these things were not an issue. So it was like, obviously in my subconscious or, or even just straight out, I knew that that was the issue or whatever. But how yeah. I felt was just, you know, like going out on a ledge, like, oh no, is this going to like, is this going to ruin at least the conversations I'm having with this amazing person mm-hmm. or is it going to go to the next level? So it's stupid because I should have done it like definitely like at least a year before that. <laughs> yeah. But, but so two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that, just a little bit of that fear gets in the way. So I still feel bad about that part of it, but I mean, I'm definitely glad that it turned out the way that well, it did. It but, worked out. You, know. you guys are a year, a year in? <laughs> A year in? Yep. A we got married a year, October. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what did Twitter tell you about muscular dystrophy, Katura? Uh-huh. Absolutely nothing. I asked my mom. <laughs> She's a nurse. <laughs> do, do you, have you ever heard of Google? Because there's, more to, the, that there's more to the internet than just Twitter. I'm just, just saying. So, but so literally like when I met her, I, I could still, I could still could kind walk. of walk. Mm-hmm. So that was at least good. I'm glad she at least saw that. Yeah. And so all you, that. Yeah, you were you were walking till about 36, I would say, maybe so 35 years old. Yeah, maybe 36. Amazing. Maybe tell us what is muscular dystrophy? Well, the well the type that I have is a little bit different, but I mean, it goes all the way up to like ALS where it can be even like neurological. So it's in the but same just, family. Yeah, it's just that 
So all I have is this like weakness in my muscles and it is, and it slowly does degradate, but not the it's one degenerative. that I Yeah. But degenerative, but the one that I have is about the luckiest one you can have because it's the slowest. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's the slowest. It's good muscular dystrophy. <laughs> it's the Cadillac of muscular dystrophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just, it's the IPA of muscular okay. dystrophy. <laughs> yeah. We'll call so, it okay. double IPA. Well done. Just be, can't good, it's good Hodgkins. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was, but it was tough. Sorry. It was like, but it was tough because it's like I knew that it was like inevitable that it was going to happen. And then it's almost like it took a lot longer than I thought. So it's like I think I did screw up a lot of my 20s because I was like, oh, it's going to happen soon. And then it didn't. Like and then like you were just waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, and then by the time happen. it did, like yeah. everything was pretty good. So that's what's oh, weird. So you were, you were <laughs> yeah. kind of waiting on it and assuming it and maybe living your life in a... Yeah. Was it like l- lament? Like well, Lament might, might be, not be the wrong word, right know. word, but... Could, yeah, but could you have done anything to... I mean, no, you can't stop. Yeah, what's it. the medical what, situation? Could you have with like it? worked out and build up muscle or... No, like you're not, you're not supposed to do that, actually. It's, it can... You know what I mean? You can like overdo it. Like you like the so, connection, the muscular connections and yeah. your bones and damage. So there's a lot of stuff coming out now that they're like just trying different drugs and stuff, but obviously it's for the a lot of it's for the more severe cases or whatever. So the only thing I have is like possibly like my heart could have a certain issue where I'll have to take some medicine or whatever. Oh, like you, you just have to watch your heart or whatever, because it's well, it's a muscle. Yeah. But right. no, I mean you can have you just have the normal life expectancy with the one I have so luckily, you know, so it's yeah, a good thing. The diaphragm yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. did you when did you know something was not right? Oh, I mean, like down down to like what my parents knew when I was like six or something. Oh, and then wow. like it took till about twelve back then to figure so they out didn't what you know had. at birth. Like, no, no, no. Like nowadays you could know that, but okay, yeah, like no. So like my sister had children or whatever, and like they could already know that they weren't going to have have it and stuff like that. And also, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of. I think it's like a pretty good chance that my child wouldn't also because it's kind of like it skips. It skips like. I don't know all the genetics of it, but okay. Is that something that is in your genetic line? Are there other people in your family? No, mine was an anomaly, but it huh. can, but it can be once you have it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like technically, I think if we had, if me and Katara had a daughter, she could be a carrier or something like that. But we could find that out as well. So, so like our grandkids could have it, but not our direct kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. So interesting. So it was like like growing up as a as a child, you could move around a lot better back then. Oh, is yeah. that is that correct? Oh, almost. I mean, yeah, almost like normal. Like, I mean, the only thing that when I was growing up was like going upstairs or something was tough. But other than that, like, no, I could do almost anything. Hmm. So how so. does it look like now with? You're driving to work still, right? You drive yourself, oh, yeah. and, and, and still regularly too. Like not, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just have like a transport chair at this point, but I'll probably have. I'll probably like have to have like you know a car where you drive with your like your hands or whatever. Time to get a Tesla. Yeah, still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Electric. It'll just drive you there for sure. Let's go to the mall. You don't even have to turn yeah. that thing off. It turns yeah, self-driving off. cars. No, seriously, dude. You just get out of the car. That blows my mind. Yeah, it's called Uber every day. Yeah. <laughs> At one thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So what are you looking at now? You're fairly recently in a wheelchair. Is that right? Yeah, or, I'd say or maybe, like, it's maybe been like the past last like two years. years, yeah. Okay. So, so how, what are you looking at now and going going forward with that? I mean, it's actually like not that. I mean, I don't want to like belittle some people. It's actually like not that hard, but like a vehicle is the thing. That's it's kind of tough because mm-hmm. they won't really help you. Like if you can get a deal if you buy like a brand new car, you can get deals where they'll 
fix it up or whatever, you can get some like subsidies and stuff. But I mean, we make enough. But I mean, we don't make a lot. But it's like we make enough to where you're not going to get a lot you of help. You don't get with the that, subsidies. So, yeah. so yeah. the helpful Honda people have to come or something. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So how long did you guys date before you were like? Yeah, where were you living? Yeah, like were you close? Well, we're, we're counting no. online. Two years online. I know, but I mean, oh, once they met? it's different than no, that wasn't in person together. Dating. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's totally different. Yeah. Having the in-person relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, I was living in Eagle Rock, and then um, was was it Colorado? Where is it? It's high <laughs> desert, isn't it? No. In Los Angeles. <laughs> no, it's like it? I don't know. It's like by Silver Lake. Like, yeah, oh, okay. it's pretty much a different world. <laughs> like Pas- like South Pasadena. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm ignorant on the. Uh, so that's why she was definitely weird. Why I wouldn't meet her because it's like, oh, I live in Orange County, and she only lives in Pasadena. It's like. It's too close. Yeah. It's like literally an hour away. <laughs> For sure, catfish. It's like I wasn't talking to someone in Virginia or something. So. <laughs> Sorry. I work in Monterey Park. It's like Pasadena's right there. I have no idea where Eagle Rock is. <laughs> okay. It's right in between Pasadena and Glendale. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's on the northern. It's like a really, yeah. Northern, like northeast LA. Why. Okay. I'm so, I'm so lost. I feel like such an idiot. But what is the catfish reference? Oh my god! Wow, well, that's um, maybe listen to like this a, podcast. It's a, it's a millennial thing, I guess. No, um, that's a um, show on MTV. Well, I guess it was a movie originally, where where basically relationships that start online, people like lie to the people. Like a lot of times, okay. it won't even be like the same sex. Like the person is literally like a different, right. completely different person, or like forty year old man, or right. The picture yeah. is not even then that yeah. they. Yeah. Have. Okay. And then I don't. I actually don't know why it was called that but the movie is called catfish so then they turned it now that's a thing yeah so it's like yeah. a prank a prank type of thing and then and then there was a usc linebacker oh teo whatever is yeah teo yeah who is now in the chargers or he got drafted by the chargers but in his senior year he got catfished and, hard by he, his friends or something and he said he had a girlfriend and he had to go to her funeral or something it was somewhere oh, I yeah remember, I remember I about that. That. yeah <laughs> and then somehow he escaped that's that and brutal. still Still got drafted and played pro, and but yeah, I mean, so half are, the time it's a prank too. It's not, all, but a lot of times it's, and it, sometimes it'll be for fraud. Like they'll catfish people to to get them to to bail someone out of jail or or uh, scam them out of money somehow. Um, so, so I'm sort of joking. I wouldn't say that I actually cat like actually catfished her. I catfished her heart, but you know, yeah. <laughs> so you don't really believe everything you said. No, I'm saying I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't lie. You didn't lie at all. Yeah, I didn't lie. So how long did you date in person? Maybe less than a year. So pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how we were, too. We got some flack for that. But I was like, when you know, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I do what I want. It's my life. (laughs) Yeah, less than a year, and then about a year, or less than a year until we got married. So yeah, everything happened yeah. like within a year. <laughs> yeah, year of dating, year engaged, and then we got married. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you now? Now you obviously live together now. So you're in. in <laughs> no, uh, we actually no. we have separate we houses. We haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working uh, on that. But you're <laughs> no, we live in the same house. We just have separate beds. But. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
Come on, old school. Yeah, it's 2016. Yeah, fifties. <laughs> it reverts back, right? No, so, we actually did live together before we were married, but we but she would not move in until we were engaged, and we were definitely gonna gonna like that. I manned up, you know what I mean? She, she wouldn't let me there. be. A, she wouldn't let me yeah. be like that. And honestly, I think I wouldn't have been happy. I definitely wouldn't have been happy either. I would. I would have felt weird about that. Yeah. I think. But I didn't do it. But I didn't get engaged just for that reason either. I like we probably could have got married even quicker than we did, honestly. Yeah, you yeah. knew her for yeah. two years online. <laughs> yeah, you were ready to go. Once it was like civil war con- correspondence. <laughs> it was a long. Yeah. Yeah. For the listeners, Zach stepped away. So Zach, I just want to want you to know that um, Scott clarified. That they live together. They've been married for a year, but he just wanted to clarify that they've lived together, right, Scott? They live in the same house? No, no, I heard it. I was laughing. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. So Scott, or Scott. (laughs) That's Scott. Scott. Adam. Adam. Dyslexia. Adam, he's run-of-the-mill Christian, boring old Christian, like we discussed earlier. That's a joke. But Katura <laughs> is Jewish. Yes, correct. How was the wedding? Was we got a Messianic Jew to marry us. So, so Old Testament, New Testament, it was pretty easy. Awesome. <laughs> I did crush a, uh, actually a light bulb is what you use, but I did. Did it have lead in it? I don't know. No, it was one of those environmentally safe <laughs> you ones. You have some weird questions. No, those ones would be hard yes, to break, I think. <laughs> No, those hippie yeah, light bulbs are hard to crush, man. Like, yeah, yeah you got to get like a. Oh, yeah, were, were nice they artisanal one. light bulbs? Yeah, restoration <laughs> hardware light bulbs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So, how how is that? Um, the Jewish side of that. How does that look, Katura? For the wedding. For the wedding, yeah. Yeah. Well, like most of the the blessings, we did the the seven blessings, and that was all in Hebrew. Um. I was mostly, it was mostly Hebrew. We didn't get married under like a chutzpah or anything like that. So, um, like, it wasn't an orthodox, like, you know, we didn't like do completely both. It was kind of like in between everything so that both, you know, both sides of the family. You were building would, a bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. No, the guy, the, um, Scott, the guy that married us, did a really good, a really good job. And we did like marriage counseling for like, a few months right before the wedding. Like it was like a gift from him. So he got to know us really well and like what we wanted. It was really neat. It was really good. Did you say the Shema? No. The what? The Shema. No, 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 no. Wait, is that when you on the chairs or? No, it's heroes. You're the Lord of God. The Lord is one. No, the Shema. We Oh no, we did not. No, no, no. I don't know what goes on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get circumcised then? This moment brought to you by Random Facts. <laughs> you just want to know if I'm circumcised or what? Like, I, don't, I don't understand. Is there lead in the light bulb? Are, Are you circumcised? I'm so confused right now. Scott, I'm confused. We almost but I lived love in the this. same house before. You don't know? Like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It was all a blur. <laughs> yeah, those days are a blur. Look at my watch. Yeah. So how does Dave. how does that impact? Like, do you guys go to church now? I do, do you remember that at all? No, we, ac- we actually we actually don't. Um, well, I think like we are trying to figure out. Like, I mean, when we have children and stuff, which will probably be soon. Like, we are trying to figure out how we're going to do all that. Yeah. So I 
I think that it'll probably be both, though. I think we'll probably show them both traditions. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, with her parents, we'll definitely still celebrate Hanukkah, even with our children, and then we'll definitely celebrate all the, you know, like, Christmas and all that, and then Passover with her family and all that. So I think we do want to try to keep both alive, I should say. I'm still interested in how that happens. Yeah. Like, what that looks like. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but, but, I, but I would say that that's just in like the traditional sense for like those holidays and stuff. But I don't know, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, that's what we're we're actually are trying you guys to figure are walking out. into that yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, we're literally. But but even yeah. for for Christians, um, the feasts, uh, Jewish feasts are, I mean, they're important. I mean, they they, they, they and, all yeah. point all yes. the feasts point to Christ. Whether the Feast of Tabernacles, mm-hmm. the Feast of Showbread. And then, uh, obviously, ultimately, the Passover. But all, all those feasts point to the Messiah. Christians should embrace and celebrate those feasts as well because they all point. It's a reminder of, of just pointing to Christ so or the Messiah. You know, and that way, your kids can be shown how that works together. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys... Trying right now for kids? Is that going on right now? Or are you waiting? No, no, not not necessarily right now. It just you know, like financial or like living spaces issue. Like I mean, we live in like ah, apartment right that's now. So. Nothing. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know, that's what my dad said. He's like, like it's you're never, never the right. right. It's never the right yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You you make it work, and it, yeah. it's amazing how it works out. And how many kids? You just make it work. Ideally, I mean, obviously, this is hypothetical. <laughs> this point. Adam yeah. staring at Katura. <laughs> one. <laughs> no, like possibly, possibly two. But I mean, we're gonna do the like have one and then decide. But two is, I think, a good number in Just, our mind. Yeah. In my mind, Just, Boy, for a moment, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like yeah. five. I did too. She Seven. Like, I did. Like, you Katura, know, do you have five? Uh, Compromise at three and a half. I have one sibling. One sibling. Okay, and Adam has one sibling. Both yeah. of my parents are eight out of nine. Oh wow. wow! That's a huge family. So you're, wow. are you just, just like going, over man. that now? Just keep going. Yep. That's just too many. <laughs> you're like that's too much stress. No, thank you. Come on, triplets. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I keep I keep thinking because I'm obviously I'm not married. I actually, um, what well, didn't know your except from what you guys have been saying, but yeah, what your situation uh, and, was. And part of it is, yeah, I mean, I just I haven't felt that I'm ready yet. Uh, have you been close? To being ready? No, or to, being, to being married. To, to being <laughs> yeah. to being almost married. Both the answer to both of those questions is no. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's just a, it's, I mean I, I get that in a way where you know, you just don't don't feel ready. Don't let these guys pressure you into it. Obviously Jeff doesn't care. He's got ten kids. Ten? Or four. Oh, four. Okay. <laughs> but he might as well. I mean, well, in 2016, four is ten, right? It so, is. Yeah. yeah and the way true. they behave, you'd think they're multiplying. Yeah. <laughs> how many grandkids? Is, no, I'm just kidding. Some stuff. He is old. <laughs> I like how Adam just Hardy. By looking at him, you, you would think he has grandkids. Where's my, where's my walker, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Adam already picked up. That's the running joke: yeah. is that Jeff is the grandpa of the group. Yeah. He's the old man. Soon enough. I'm 44. I'm a gym teacher. <laughs> yes, yeah, Scott. No, that was it. Just, just saying. You were empathizing. You're just saying that he's not married. I, is that what that's called? Yeah. Is that what that is? That's that's progress. Scott was empathizing with your so, guys' situation. Part not of being ready. part of my story is I don't have a heart, and I am learning to. 
right? Tin Man or yeah. Scarecrow? Tin Man. The Tin Man, yes. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have a heart. So being able to do what? What did you say? Em- empathize. Em- to empathize. Mm-hmm. Em- Be empathic. M M M P P Empire. Empathize. Empathize. Empa- I, lo- I like thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. M. Okay. M. Empa and the thighs can be as big as you prefer when you're married. I like well empathize. Well, empathize. The, the thighs have to fit into a real, whatever a you, small. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do want to have children though, so yeah. I mean, they gotta be <laughs> right. Su- <laughs> right. Supportive yet accommodating. <laughs> yes. Accommodating. Yes. Oh, oh a child. This I is when Katara and I are out. <laughs> We're gonna go get a drink somewhere else. See ya. All right. So you're empathizing, which is progress. I appreciate you, Scott. Well, I don't know what that means, but uh, it is a big part I of the wedding. It. The empathizing part, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, mar- congratulations! Though. So you're marriage, you're yeah. just you yeah, just celebrated sure. your year anniversary last month. Yep. Congratulations! Indeed. And you. you're moving in when? <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a big financial hurdle. Just take so it how, slow. How has this year been? How's this year? Marriage band. Purple. I think it's been as like better than I even thought. Like I, I didn't know necessarily what to expect, but way better than Twitter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. definitely. No, but, but and better than dating. Like yeah, no, it's definitely. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just something's different, you know. Yeah, you're definitely bonded. Like even though for, we lived yeah. together for a year before, like being married, it definitely still it still feels different because everybody asks like, oh, well, you live together, so it's, is it kind of the same? But it doesn't feel the same. Like once you have. That, I guess. And you do say the like my fiance thing a few times when you're already married, and you're like, oh, I mean my wife, like, yeah. oh, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, do you see that part's kind of yeah, this your new ex- name you yeah. call her, it's <laughs> your yeah. ex-girlfriend, him, it's cool, no. ex-girlfriend, right? Yeah, I use yeah. that a couple times. Oh. My ex-girlfriend Lisa. Oh yeah, I guess you were. Yeah. What? Oh, ex. Yeah, like you'd be my ex-girlfriend. Okay, I got it. I got it. I knocked up my ex-girlfriend. The synapses are connecting. I'm here. Yeah, so <laughs> r- real quick, yeah. we're probably wrapping up here, but muscular dystrophy, you mentioned that there's some new new drugs. Are there any like charities or anything that you would recommend people to support if they felt so inclined that focus I mean, on that? Well, I mean, just the MDA, which is like just the Muscular Dystrophy Association. I mean, okay. that's pretty much the biggest yeah. thing. I, I mean, a lot of the money will go to probably ALS stuff because that's pretty bad, like... So that's kind of what I think the majority of the money goes to. But then, like I said, it's the the ones that are more debilitating or whatever, probably first. But any drug that will help that stuff will trickle down and it will like it'll ultimately help. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, I would just say that. I, just, I think it's probably just the MDA.org or .com. But yeah. I'll, I'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Oh, totally. But. So is ALS, is that? It's what a baseball I, player's disease, right? Lou Gehrig. Yeah. yeah. That's what all the. Today yeah. I am the. Luke Gehrig was a famous baseball player. They used to call it Luke Gehrig's disease. Is that so? How's that? That's the extreme version of muscular. Is that muscular? Well, that, and that's thing where you can like be rolling up to like fifty years old, and then all of a sudden, like within a year, you like die, oh, and you don't even God. know. And you can be like run marathons and stuff, and then it's like because that's super neurological. Like you can't breathe or eat, or I think it's what your um, body just shuts down. 
Yeah, Stephen Hawking. Oh, so it's like a gene that just turns on, yeah. and like at a certain point, and boom. Wow. It's like at a rapid pace. Wow. Yeah. So that's different, but it's related to it. So. So so they would yeah. consider that more more extreme because because the the rapid onset of life threatening. But and it straight yeah and it straight yeah, up causes your death. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So Where, whereas yeah. whereas maybe more moderate moderate forms. Happen sooner, but yeah. because they don't, they're not necessarily yeah. life threatening. They they they're not considered that extreme, but but they could. I yeah. mean, they're still maybe life altering, but but because of the yeah, it's not. Life I mean, I'd say it's probably yeah. like comparable to like. Well, I guess men get it too, but like when women get like MS, like late in life, you know, you can just get MS and then you're you're pretty much screwed pretty quick. Yeah. Like, but you can't. But then there's also, but it's like there's degrees though too. You can maybe not be. You could like live for a while. So it just yeah. depends. It's scary. Yeah. No, I know. Scary. I know. Zach alluded to ending this podcast soon, but I have uh, even the can to open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when, when you <laughs> went, so you're on Twitter and um, you're catfishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my catfishing days. <laughs> what's What's your Twitter real quick? Just Adam Ramsey, but A T O M. Uh, so, so Adam Ramsey, like Adam um, Bomb. <laughs> so there's this. There's you 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 meet and there's this hesitancy, mm-hmm. um, probably a insecurity, uh, and and now here you are married. Do you have any familiar feelings of going into like fatherhood? Um, the challenges possibly as you move forward. I mean, do oh, you, definitely. That's yeah. That's another that's another issue with why we're being super. Like in other words, like oh is now the right time. It's like, you do have to like think of a few more things when you do have a situation like our situation. So yes, that I would definitely say that there's a lot, there's a few, I wouldn't say a lot more. You still have to do the same things that everyone right. does with children, but yeah, I mean like you have to do things more on the ground and you can get different, different types of things or whatever. And luckily our schedules would probably work pretty good for it right now, but I mean, do you, that could change. So I mean, obviously you want to be a father. I sure. mean, it's, is it? I mean, you say you you guys are not quite there, um, yeah. And you say it's financial or or just not in the right, you know. And that does place. have some, and that does have some to do with the situation also, because it could cost more. Some of the some of the things that we'll have to do to make it easier, I guess, or make it more. Like I don't want to say normal, but accommodating. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's, I guess what I say. And then like also where we live is it's like a one bedroom apartment and we definitely want to have a space and be ready when we have to be. Or I have, when 11, we are. I have yeah. 1100 yeah. square feet and we've got <laughs> six, kids. well, yeah, me six and my people. wife and four other kids pack them in. So this is just my encouragement. One bedroom, this is my encouragement. Yeah. All right. You know, yep. make America great again. Oh. Start <laughs> populate America great again. <laughs> Bring the Ramses into the world. <laughs> no, you, and that actually is the thing too. Like that would carry on our family because my sister's married, and I only have one sister, and all my other cousins. Yeah, they're not. They don't have children. Yeah, there's so. a, there's a huge pressure on me um, because my brother has three girls. Mm-hmm. So to carry on my name, I've got to do the work. And make a boy. I've got to get busy. Yeah. Just saying. So I'm if you just saying there's a lot of pressure. start asking people out. 
Katura, do you have any nice single friends <laughs> you'd like to set them up with? <laughs> oh, a Ser- sister. I heard sister. Yeah. No, why are you laughing? Seriously, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if you have a girl, are you going to adopt her out to China until you have a boy? Oh, I should. Be. No, yeah. Wow, that went dark. Yeah, there is. Because it's like carrying on the family name. What is it? It's 115 boys to 100 girls or something. They've got a real problem in China. Yeah. Um, real problem. Because they put more pressure on carrying yeah. their name. I think, on, yeah. I think right. they're starting to. They, they've created their problem. I'm just, yeah. I think they're starting to loosen the grip on. The, they did. They did. They already, uh, they already made it legal to keep. Uh, you girls. can keep your girls well, now. Yeah, oh, yeah, but it's a them. but it's a tax thing. I think they still it's still detrimental to yeah. your family if you have. It's and, and so, up. but it's they they up. import uh, they import women um, from other Asian countries. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's they a bad situation. Women. And not to fault the Chinese completely, but the Chinese government they they kind of did this at the hands of I think like European. It was like a UN or. U.S. pressure, something that that uh, pressured them in. I mean, it's worth looking up, but um, yeah, white we are getting way off topic on white the free people trade. Again. We were Just talking saying. about free trade. But we'll let, no, we'll let people look that up. Well, we are excited about your future children. Yes, yes. And yes. Thank you, thank you so excited much for you guys driving awesome. all the way out here, <laughs> all eight miles. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's so we've farther. known Adam for years. He lives eight miles away, and we haven't seen him in ten years. Right. That's messed up. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah. I'm a terrible friend. No, I, I would say the same about myself. So. Oh, thank God. Man, you guys are, you guys are made for each other. <laughs> Do you have any advice? This election just happened. People on both sides that are afraid of the end of the world, depending on who's elected, what advice would you reassure them with? That they've always Post been saying election. that. I mean, they've always been saying that. They thought it was going to happen every every election. Obama was going to end America, you know, and he didn't. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not going to get easier necessarily. We do, but the system does have to be changed, fixed, probably broken and then fixed. But, but, but advice, I would just say, that's that's not. I don't know. It's like that's not your whole reality is politics. You know what I mean? Like your family and your life is still going to go on no matter who's in charge. But that said, we don't want to get to where it's like a totalitarian government or something like that. But Life goes on, I guess, is my advice. Yeah, that's like, great. Don't be informed, but don't let it ruin your day. Yeah, you got family. Love them. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming out. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. Takira. 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 Close. You should know the reference, too. Is there you lead in your name? <laughs> <laughs> It's an Old Testament. Yeah, name. what book is it in, Scott? What, what book is her name in? <laughs> Ketura. 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 I'm going to say Genesis. Genesis. Oh. It's in Genesis. She was Tara's wa- hu- wife, daughter, and he's more. Two. Two. Abra. 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 look back on the
sell pot in high school. It's cocaine, stupid. Oh my gosh. I could really use a drink. She's like my blankie. Oh my gosh. The uh, 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 we'll edit that out.